Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. Howdy, howdy. It's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbard along with Rhino in the Element Wealth Studios guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this hump day and a sunny one. What the heck is that out in the sky? Oh yeah, I didn't know what to think when I looked at the forecast for next week and there's what's this yellow circular thing that's kind of pointy? <laughs> Jeez. That is awesome. Nice weather this morning. Certainly a, a bit different than, once again, the rains that uh, were sort of sprinkled across the Magnolia State yesterday, mainly uh, central Mississippi and then on south of here. But good to see a little sunshine out there today. Well, on the program today, we got Bob Wedgworth at 10.50. He's the commander of the VFW Post 5048. Going to talk about the work the VFW is doing and also their upcoming golf tournament that to raise money for our veterans. And then at 11.05, Senator John Horn, he represents District 26, includes Hines, parts of Hines in Madison County. The senator will be in the studio talking about the Jackson Water situation and other stuff on his mind as well. So we look forward to those interviews. We thank you so much for uh, joining us today. So a little surprised at a report in the Wall Street Journal this morning entitled Americans Snap Up Teslas, Bentleys, Lamborghinis says the luxury auto market is booming. Wow, that's a little surprising. Shares of those stocks are all up as a result. Now, you would think these are premium vehicles, but it looks like a lot of folks gained affluence during the past couple of years, mainly playing the stock market. So, you know that analogy I use, Rhino, about digging a hole in a ditch <laughs> and then filling it back up and claiming victory? That's kind of what we're getting out of the Biden administration. It's a bit analogous to this in that the pandemic absolutely pummeled the market. And those who had the stomach for it and, of course, the, the liquidity took advantage of that. It's hard to do when you see those that red all over the place. It's hard to buy. It just is. Your mind doesn't work that way. But those who did it did pretty well riding it back up. 
And it was all because, I think, of misguided shutdowns and locking up, if you will, of the economy, locking us into our houses. And so they all benefited from that. They all, a lot of people did. I would say at least part of that jump in the Tesla, Bentley, Lamborghini, supercar, expensive car market yeah, could be simply due to the fact that some more reasonable vehicles cost almost that much now. Well, that's true. You don't have the big... Why would you spend six figures on a nice F-150 when you could spend six figures on a Lamborghini? Uh, good point. The delta between what would be the more common vehicle and the more rarely seen luxury vehicle, that price delta has certainly shrunk, it seems, to a great extent. Uh I don't know that I've seen a lot of those around town. Haven't seen a lot of Lamborghinis cruising the streets. Have you? No, but if you look in other states, like especially in California and New York, their car markets are insane. Yeah. They have some used cars that weren't all that popular at the time they came out, but now that they're 20 years old, they're a classic, and they're going for six figures. Wow. When they originally sold for less than ten grand. Unbelievable. Well, Lamborghini... Bentley and Ferrari, they they report that their sales have jumped, this is through July, 35% compared with the same period five years ago, the, the January through July period. That is incredible. 35%. Wow. Well, I don't know that even if I had the, the wherewithal for a Ferrari that I would go down that road. That's... It is a weird company. If you don't just go to a Ferrari dealership and tell them what you want, no, you got to prove to them that you're going to be the consumer they want. <laughs> you don't just get to go in and buy one of the more expensive. You could have a billion dollars ready to spend on a car. You cannot walk into Ferrari and buy one of their top of the line models. They will make you buy a lesser Ferrari, hang on to it for a while, <laughs> buy another one, and then after a certain amount of time of being a good customer to Ferrari, then they give you the access to the expensive one. Uh, you got to be in the club. You gotta That's make- why Jay Leno doesn't have any Ferraris. In all those cars he's got, he hates Ferrari because he doesn't want to jump through the hoops for him. He's got the money. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. So you have to fit a certain profile. And then once you get the Ferrari, you cannot change it. Don't do anything to it. Don't don't you dare put a wrap on it, or oh. they will sue you <laughs> for damaging their brand. Well, I wonder if you literally agree to such terms and conditions as part of the purchase, part of the oh, yeah. contract. I'm sure they do, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the teeth they have in it. So my friend, uh, speaking of attorney, attorney Pepper Crutcher, who's been on the program for labor attorney locally, says Teslas and some other expensive vehicles actually appreciate rather than depreciate. It's a good point in value. Yeah. So, yeah, if the price delta is minimized and you're looking at an investment instead of something that you're going to appreciate or depreciate, yeah. Yeah. So another friend uh, texts me and says, are they going to make EV versions of these luxury vehicles? I haven't checked. I haven't seen. What well, I mean, they? Tesla is EV. but Yeah, Tesla is, sure. But what about Lamborghinis, Ferraris? I don't think you'll see them go to EV, but there is a company making hypercars and supercars that will likely continue to make internal combustion engines yeah. that will get 
insane gas mileage like hybrids. Like if you look at Kona Seg, their supercar runs on a three cylinder. And it has crazy valve timing with electronics and it's it's insane the gas mileage you can get and put out a thousand horsepower. And what's it called? The the Koenigsegg. The make Koenigsegg. And where's that made? Ah, uh, Germany, I think. It's, Maybe Sweden. Yeah, those European that's kind of what it that's sounds where they like. All come from. Interesting. So in the meantime, out there in California, eh, where they are experiencing quite the heat wave, they got the whole place like shut down. Thermostats at 78, don't run your appliances, and by all means, go out there and buy you an electric vehicle to save the planet, but don't charge it. You can't make it up. It's insane. And again, we should point out, could this problem not have been solved a long time ago if they wouldn't have shunned nuclear? Why is that missing from the discussion? But even they, is it not true, have a plant that was set to expire? And they had to jump through some some administrative and legal hoops to to uh, extend that because the whole place would be dark, or a lot of it would. It's silly. It really is. It's poor planning, poor management. It's when you're putting ideology against just practical common sense. That's what we have going on here. Seriously. Everything's about ideology, and nothing's about, well, we got a problem we got to fix. Where are the pragmatists in government? It ain't Gavin Newsom. It needs something when he goes to the airwaves, though, the video. He's got his black shirt on, his black hat, with the bear, the California bear, emblazoned <laughs> on it. Isn't he something? <laughs> I did get a chuckle out of the recent report that his own family left California to get away from him and donated to DeSantis. I saw that. Well, to a pack that supports DeSantis. Exactly. Yeah. I saw that. Even they're bolting. So uh, my friend says, what about all the celebrities that own Lamborghinis, right, and Ferraris? I mean, that's who primarily owns them. I mean, that's how I know that if you, you put a wrap on a Ferrari, you get sued. There was some, I want to say he was a dubstep artist, but that could be wrong. He could have just been a DJ. But he wrapped his his Ferrari in a light blue with it's called nyan nyan cat or neon it's the cat looks like a pop tart with a rainbow coming out of its rear end it was a <laughs> it was an animated gif on the internet for the forever he put that on the side of his ferrari he got a cease and desist <laughs> because he was damaging the ferrari brand well you know the, based on the premium they charge and sort of the the rarity of that vehicle i don't have a problem with that if ferrari wants to make that a condition of sale i mean that's their prerogative and they'll have to figure out to what extent that may harm their chances impede their chances of selling vehicles because crazy people out there want to put that gif on there um that graphic so all right that's fine but this is just bizarre in my view uh, just a, a, a bizarre statistic that the sales of those vehicles are through the roof, up substantially. We're going to take a break right here. When we come back, Rhino's going to tell you about a little game show, speaking of energy, that's being played across the pond. We'll be right back in the Element Well Studios. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. 
Trust Care. Feel better faster. It's time to fuel up during the Ag Up Equipment 75 Year Celebration. Save up to $3,250 on a new John Deere 5E tractor. Plus, you'll receive a $75 fuel card. Listen up, that isn't all. How about 0% financing for 72 months? Come celebrate with us at any of our 16 locations or visit us at agup.com. Offer ends 1031-2022. Fuel cards available while supplies last. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Glutstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees and shrubs, all on sale now. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we're offering quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 25 to 50% off. And for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Callaway's, Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is Hello, Mississippi. This is Dr. Gary Jones, CEO of Vantage Health Plan. Back in 1994, I started Vantage with a group of local doctors who believe that patient health, your health, is our top priority. That's why Vantage makes it easy for you to get the care you need with quality, affordable health insurance that puts you first. I know it's not what you usually expect from a health plan, but now you can. Visit VantageHealthPlan.com for more information. Vantage Health Plan, the freedom to live a healthy life. If recent hailstorms have invited Lurk the Leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, Lurk the Leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit LoseTheLeak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hello here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi. everyone midday super top mississippi we are live in the element well studios speaking of all this exotic car stuff that makes me think of the delorean and back to the future which they're coming out with a 
pretty much luxury EV with the DeLorean branding on it. And it, yeah. it does look pretty nice, but it also looks like it'd be well out of my price range. <laughs> McFly, anybody home? <laughs> That's great, isn't it? <laughs> you really want to blow somebody's mind. Just look at the fact that Biff went from full-blown rapist to uh, <laughs> being afraid of McFly with just one punch. That's true. Very true. Don't you lie to me, Biff. <laughs> All right, so... My cousin in California posted he has received a mandatory reduced consumption or expect rolling blackouts are in the Delta, writes that. Would that include EV charging? So, oh, yeah. all right, first of all, it wasn't mandatory. It was a request, but it was a text that was sent out, I think, in uh, 4 o'clock or so, roughly in the afternoon. And it was a text from the power company to all their customers. And there, there's... Um, Photos of it, screenshots of the text floating around on on the internet, and the power company. Uh, they were successful with that text as far as getting people to uh, reduce their power consumption. The power company later came out and said, "We would have had a complete blackout had folks not responded." They did come back and say that. Uh, yes, it does include charging EVs, but. Look, you, you could have an issue where you can't get any gas at a gas station either if they run out of power. Some have redundant generator backup power. Some don't. But you got to have power to run gas stations. So, uh, look, none of it's a good situation. It's 2022. We shouldn't be worried about energy or water. That's pretty fundamental to life. So there's a failure somewhere here, and uh, that that needs to be considered. It needs to be front and center. It, it's crazy that a state like California, or any state for that matter in this country, but a state like California is having this issue. It's, it's nuts. Now, of course, they're quick to go to the default climate change. Everything's climate change. And, you know, I don't know. I haven't researched whether or not this is uh, a first for California, with respect, it's mainly Southern California that's experiencing this this heat wave. I want to say it's the first time they've used the third level of the danger scale that okay. they use for energy crisis. For energy crisis, yeah, okay. Like it has four marks on the scale. The bottom mark being you don't have to worry about anything, all the way up to three. And okay. I think this is the first level three just seems like this is an issue that could be resolved if we'll just back away from the climate change altar. But as long as you're genuflecting there, it just makes it worse, seems to me. Uh, Something else that uh, someone asked about, I think we've talked about here on the program, hydrogen. Yeah, it's on the ceasefire tax line. Hydrogen is making a big push, and it makes a lot of sense. I, too, have seen a number of uh, pieces lately touting hydrogen and the breakthroughs thereof yeah i mean and that's something that's been considered in the production of energy for various applications for quite some time it's just a it's like every other innovation you you gotta uh manage through and and solve the problem of of price practicality accessibility scale but again human innovation addresses those problems and 
And uh, I think I do agree. I think we're getting close on that sort of stuff. In the meantime, over there in the U.K., they have got a serious problem with uh, the price of energy. Yeah, they do their billing a bit differently, especially in England, where you usually have a prepaid meter where you prepay for a year or six months or a certain amount of time, and then the next go-around, you incur any increases or any overage uses and stuff like that. Well, with the Ukraine conflict and the sanctions against Russia and then Russia turning off the pipeline and saying, we're not turning it back on until you lift the sanctions, on top of a myriad of other reasons, they've seen power bills through the roof where small businesses would normally get a power bill that's two, $3,000, considering that's a month or two for their prepay plan. And now all of a sudden it's eight, ten thousand $10,000 for the, so you have their good morning America. It's this morning UK or whatever it is. They have giveaways sometimes where they'll, they'll give away money or prizes. Well, it's kind of dystopian that now one of the prizes is whether or not they're going to give you four months of energy bills. Here, just give a listen to the, the giveaway on This Morning UK. Okay, here we go. So we've got, we've got, we'll pay your energy bills, we've got a £1,000 as well. So this is energy bills, I think, for four months if it stops on that. Nice. Uh, so how are, your, how, how are your energy bills? Are you a bit worried about it all? Um, major. Yeah. Are you? I've got, I've got one of these prepayment meters and it's absolutely murder. Oh, God. Right, well, let's hope it lands on one of those then. Whatever, right. you're going to win some money, here so we don't go. worry. Here yeah. we go. One way, one way or t'other. Here we go. Round and round it goes. Where it stops, nobody knows. Da, 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 da. £1,000 or energy down. bill. £1,000 or energy bill. It is going to be... We're paying your energy bill for four months. Oh, fantastic. No worries. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) So, it's gotten so bad, now paying your energy bill is a pretty, pretty coveted prize on a game show. That's crazy. Used to be a trip to the Bahamas or a right. new car. You got a new car. <laughs> we're now it's we're paying your energy bills. <laughs> that's sad. Honestly, it's sad. But that's where we are. But in the meantime, think about this. Joe Biden, he's essentially in a state of denial about a lot of stuff. But on that in particular, he goes to Milwaukee to address... What was actually a very small crowd, if you saw any video images, photo images, as they pan uh, back to get a, get in the field of view the entire crowd. Wasn't, wasn't a lot of people there. And it, another divisive speech, but if you think about it, he's in denial about what electric vehicles could actually do to affect climate change. He's in denial about how we're going to make these batteries for materials in this country to fit within the constraints of the bill with the, that just passed the Inflation Reduction Act that does provide for credits, but only for vehicles that meet certain criteria, which includes, and it sort of phases that in, 
that most of the components used in the manufacturing, including the batteries, are, are sourced in the United States. So he's in denial about that. He's in denial about the electricity problem and the need for more electricity to support all these electric vehicles. We're witnessing this right now in the state of California. He's in denial about the crisis at the border, the immigration situation. He's in denial about the drug problem, and that's a major factor in that, fentanyl in particular. He's in denial about the crime wave that is sweeping our country. He's searching for a scapegoat on inflation, refuses to accept that. In fact, goes to the nation and brags about it. Zero inflation, completely wrong. He really passes his student loan bill, I think, in an effort that will fall short of its goal of buying an election, the student loan forgiveness bill. But there's no focus and no discussion of these important issues. Rather, what he's really focused on now are more social issues and really driving home these this narrative about the Dobbs case and and the way that that they define that and present that is completely inaccurate. Stripping your rights away? No, not at all. But it's just disturbing that we have a president that won't acknowledge and accept the issues that are most important to people, that are causing pain for people, and then present a plan to address those issues. When we come back, we got some some uh, sound from White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. Everybody in the Biden administration seems to be mathematically challenged. We'll show you an example of that from White House Press Secretary when we return in the Element Well Studios. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 87. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 69. For Thursday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 87. And for finally Friday, partly sunny conditions, a 70% chance of rain, high near 84. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton since 1871. Come to our Deer Hunter Appreciation Sale September 8th through the 10th for all the great deals. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. you mind your own business. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear PeopleLease can help. How can they help? PeopleLease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resource support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025 or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. 
Ace Bolt and Screw is proud to announce the grand opening of their third Central Mississippi location at 599 Highway 49 South in Richland. Three times the convenience, three times the selection, and three times the service. Visit Ace Bolt and Screw on Julianne Street just off Gallatin and Jackson, right on I-55 at the Gluckstead exit, and now Highway 49 South in Richland. They have millions of fasteners, a massive selection of tools for pros, and more. Now three locations strong. Mississippi family owned and operated for over 50 years. Are you getting stressed out trying to buy or sell in today's real estate market? Hi, I'm Adam Moore of Four Corner Properties. At Four Corner Properties, we take pride in making your buying and selling experience simple and stress-free. With the foundation of our company being built on faith, family, and friendship, you can put your trust in our team at Four Corner Properties. So whether you're looking for a new home or looking for that new hunting track, give me a call on my cell at 662-528-2581 or at the office at 601-952-2828. Sit back, relax, and let me do the work for you. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Some of the students in Jackson were able to return to class for the first time in a week Tuesday thanks to restored water pressure that allowed toilets and sinks to function again. But in a press conference Monday, Governor Tate Reeves warned there are challenges ahead. This system broke over several years, and it would be inaccurate to claim it is totally solved in the matter of less than a week. We have the personnel in place today to prevent as many issues as possible while understanding that a week of repairs does not eliminate each and every risk. Over 150,000 residents and business owners have been under a boil water advisory for more than a month. A federal emergency declaration was approved last week and the state took over operations at the city's main water treatment facility, which was on the verge of failure. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Get in the swing of things at the Sanderson Farms Championship, Mississippi's main course. Join us September 26th through October 2nd at the Country Club of Jackson for Mississippi's PGA Tour events and swing into everything the Sanderson Farms Championship has to offer. Play, party, eat, and give. All proceeds go to charities across Mississippi, including Children's of Mississippi. So get in the swing. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for your tickets today. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. 
Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. To the town of Alfre, who rode a stranger one fine day. Hardly spoke to folks around him, didn't have too much to say. No one dared to ask his business, no one dared to make a slip. The stranger there among them had a big iron on his hip, big iron on his hip. It was early in the morning when he rode into the town. Welcome back, everyone. Marty Robbins uh, bumping us into this segment here on Middays. We are back with you in the Element Well Studios on this hump day. And pretty nice out there. Although, Bob said 70% chance of rain here in central Mississippi today. Again. Wow. Hopefully not. I'm ready for it to dry out. We're soggy. (laughs) Uh, So, who could forget Brian Williams... We've had some fun with that clip since the 2020 campaign, presidential campaign. Breaking news! (laughs) When Bloomberg, who was in the race at the time, put up some money for his campaign, and Williams tried to do the math there on the air. His producer did. Somebody was talking to him. And he got it off by... Several zeros. <laughs> well, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, and I know I may take some hits for the comment I'm about to make about the White House press secretary because she is a black female. I don't care. She may be the most incompetent ever at that job. Maybe. There was somebody. Spicer might give her a run for. Yeah, I was thinking about that. That's pretty bad. And um, there's also somebody under Obama that was really bad. Didn't make it very long. But you know, Jen Zaki, we we had fun with her. I wouldn't call her incompetent. I really thought she was fairly competent. Um, But I didn't agree with a lot of her spin. And let's face it, that's what that job is. It's spin. It's cover. And this particular White House press secretary is in constant spin mode. Of course, they got a lot of stuff to spin, to defend, and to try to manipulate in a way that makes things that are not going so well sound better. And she uses those hand gestures. It's really interesting. But listen to what she said yesterday or a couple of days ago about the economy and job creation specifically. News is in August, the economy created 315,000 jobs, which is important. We have created nearly 10,000 million jobs since President Biden took office, uh, which is the fastest job growth in history. So you're asking me, where's the success? Here it is. Wait, let me finish. Wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me. The share of Americans who are working, because that's part of the question that you just asked me, what economists call the labor force participation rate, went up. And that's important. And for the first time, working age women, this is in the job report that we just saw today, are now back at work at rates not seen since before the pandemic. So- 10,000 million. That's a bunch of jobs. 
<laughs> that's, what is this, amateur hour? That's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. 10,000 million. And but then the, when trying to get clarification gets, no, 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 no. Right, I'm answering exactly. your question. Uh, the, and all this other statistics about job creation, that too is just disingenuous. And this is a perfect example of the, we emptied the ditch out, but look how good we did filling it back up. Well, it was full before you took over. That's just unbelievable that they can go to the, the nation and... Meanwhile, the taxpayers, Cool Hand Luke, down in the hole getting frustrated with how he's having to dig, dig the ditch and fill it back in. That's true. Yeah. In reality, for less money. Because they're bragging about how wages went up, but they fail to tell you that wages, the increase in wages, has not keeping up, has kept up with inflation. So it's you're in the hole, the net of that is that most Americans are upside down. Inflation goes up 8.5%. Your wages go up 5 That's a negative 3, according to my math. Doesn't make sense. Because the wages are the top in that calculation. That's the amount coming in. Subtract from that the increased inflation as it pertains to your household, you're upside down. You're in what they call the red. Accountants would put a parenthesis. They would bracket that figure in parentheses to show it negative, below the line, below zero. So to go to the nation and spout this, <laughs> what she say, 10,000 million, that's incredible. That, that she could do that, and then write, try to get um, corrected. By the way, I think that's a billion. Just do it in my head. Ten billion. Ten billion. Right. Okay. Left a zero out. But I wouldn't go to the nation without verifying that. I just did that in my head real quick. Missed it. I don't often do 10,000 million. So that really is crazy. What's What are we going to hear tomorrow? 100,000 million? $11 billion. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too hard. Uh, I don't think so, though. And, and again, I would argue if this is a rarity, just like with the president and all his gaffes, if it didn't happen very often, you wouldn't think much of it. But when it happens with regularity, I mean, set your alarm by it sort of deal. That just doesn't make any sense, and it's it's not fair to the people whatsoever. In the meantime, <laughs> over there at MSNBC and some of the other left-wing outfits, they're melting down over the criticism of Biden's speech. And uh, they're in particular, they're having a meltdown about Trump getting a judge appointed, or, or Trump, they view that as a victory, where a judge was appointed, um, a Trump-appointed judge, pardon me, appointed a special master to look through all the documents 
that were commandeered by the FBI. Now it's being reported some of those documents included his personal medical files. But they told us they were looking for nuclear secrets and all sorts of other information that might be a threat to the nation if it ended up in the wrong hands, therefore it needs to be returned for safekeeping by the Department of Archives. But the left is melting down over this. Here we have a montage for you. Just get a feel for it. He always looks at everything as my or mine. My my generals, my Kevin, my classified documents, my judges. Apparently he's got one. This is kind of, you know, a grafted on solution at the end that looks like, unfortunately, it's designed to try and protect their guy or at least delay justice from being reached. It is striking how this judge has created this exception suggesting that Trump should be given more deference than really any other, you know, person who is facing an investigation gets in this country. How did the two sides even agree on who a special master is going to be, who has who has the security clearances for this? It's. It's a wild decision. He's out there saying, I'm going to delay this process. And that's what he's doing with this special master. It's a classic Trump delay. The former president is likely to say again that he's going to be a candidate for the presidency, at which point his claim will be, well, the Biden Department of Justice is just going after me because I'm his opponent. It just seems so out of the ordinary. And I don't think it really helps with people's confidence if you have special rules for somebody. It it Mm. isn't the case that because you're the former president, you get more justice, you should get equal justice. You shouldn't be treated worse, but he shouldn't be treated better. She's biased and corrupt. Like, I don't know what to tell everybody anymore. Like, I've, I've been saying this since he took office. When you allow Republicans to control the courts, you get nothing. Trump judges do not believe in the rule of law. They do not believe in precedent. They do not believe in facts. They do not believe in logic. They just believe in whatever is going to help Donald <laughs> Trump. And they've Boy, proven that it dumb. again <laughs> and again and again. So- you see the race lady over there just nodding in agreement. <laughs> That clip, that from MSNBC, it's a split-screen deal. It's got the race lady, Joy Reid. I don't know what that guy's name. He's on there quite a bit. You know, I get it. They don't like Trump. They they certainly don't want him to be president. But what about litigating this in the court of policy and public opinion on that? Why, Why are we having this discussion, this debate out here about something I think to most people is pretty far down on the list, but why are they worried about him? That's what I don't get. If he's so bad, they don't need you to keep piling on. Shouldn't even be close, right? Because everybody loves Biden, right? That's what you told us. I don't get it. That means they know things ain't going well is what it tells me. We will step aside for a break right here in the Element Well Studios. When we come back, it's Bob Wedgworth, commander of the VFW Post 5048. Stay with us. Hi. 
Hi, this is Keith Halsey with Halsey Insurance. As your local independent insurance agency, we guarantee fast answers and friendly service. When you have questions, we're here with answers you can trust. Our specialty is home, auto, life, and all types of business insurance. Partnering with the top insurance carriers, let us shop your insurance and do the heavy lifting. We'll find you the best coverages with the lowest rates. Call 601-856-7707 or halseyinsurance.com. That's H-A-W-S-E-Y insurance.com. 37 years. That's a long time, and that's how long Shapley's Restaurant has been bringing you the finest in steaks, seafood, and, of course, our homemade hot tamales. This is Mark Shapley, and we are proud that we are celebrating our 37th year in business. Chaplin's has been a staple in the greater Jackson market and had the pleasure of serving guests from around the country. This couldn't have happened without you, and we are so grateful for your continued support. Chaplin's Restaurant, 37 years and counting. Come see us soon, 601-957-8000. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Summer doesn't have to end on Labor Day, and neither do the savings at Miskelly's and Miskelly's.com. Save up to 15% off and get special no-money-down financing for 60 months. Bring everyone together with a new sectional or dining room. Need something now? Choose from our huge selection of in-stock inventory, and there's no waiting. Stretch out the summer as long as you can and save big during the extended Labor Day sale at Miskelly's and Miskelly's.com. This is the opening agri-market report. It's open to the New York Cotton Exchange. December cotton was down 115 to 102.40. March cotton was down 135 to 99.03. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade in November soybeans were up 20 and three quarters to 14.19 and a half per bushel. January soybeans were up 20 cents to 14.23 and three quarters per bushel. December corn was up nine and a half to 6.85 and a half per bushel. March corn was up eight and a half to 6.90 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, October live cattle was down two cents to one forty five oh two. December live cattle was down twelve to one fifty seventy five. October feeders down one fifty five to one eighty four fifty five. November feeders down one twenty seven to one eighty five seventy five. And at the open, Dow Jones up one hundred eighty seven points thirty one thousand three thirty three. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Propane is a safe, reliable, and clean energy source, and it's important that you're aware of these basic safety tips. Be sure that all family members are familiar with the smell of propane, know where the shutoff valve is, and what to do if a leak is suspected. Your propane provider will continue to offer a gas system check by one of their professionally trained technicians at no cost to you. Ask your provider for a pamphlet about more important propane safety info. 
energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Well Studios. Joining us now, Bob Wedgworth, commander of the VFW Post 5048. Good morning, Bob. Thanks for coming on Middays. Man, I appreciate being here. Yes, sir. So uh, first, tell us about uh, the VFW there that you're the commander of. Where is that located? Well, uh, if you're familiar with Highway 49, uh, it's uh, right between uh, Richmond and Florence, and uh, we're on the top of the the big hill here on the right hand side as you're headed south. Yeah, and that's the Rankin County VFW. That's the way it's uh, described, right? Right. Okay. Right. That, that's how we we rechartered uh, a few years ago. Uh, we had a couple of other posts, uh, local posts that we uh, that uh, joined in with us and. So we just became the – we rechartered as Rankin County Post. Gotcha. And you're a veteran yourself, right, Bob? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Marine Corps veteran. Uh, served a little time over in Beirut and saw enough of the country, decided to come on back to Rankin County. <laughs> well, uh, and we appreciate your service, sir. So tell us about this golf tournament you got going on. What are you trying to do there? Uh, well, uh we're trying to raise uh, the funds for our uh, post building. We're uh, building uh, handicapped bathrooms. Uh, our post was built in uh, 1948, and uh, we're pretty much in need of uh, upgrading. But we definitely need to get in our uh, handicapped bathrooms for you know our visitors as well as you know our handicapped veterans. So that's our main focus right now is getting those bathrooms built. Gotcha. So tell us about the tournament. When's it going to be held? Where's it going to be? Uh, the tournament is going to be on uh, the 29th over at the uh, Refuge in Flowood. Okay. All right. And, uh, looking for teams and sponsors, golfers, uh, door prizes, anything anybody's willing to give us. Like I said, we'll go uh, right back, you know, into our prizes and uh, go into our building fund for the handicapped veterans. How can people find out about the details of the tournament if they want to play or sponsor? So you can look on our Facebook page at the uh, Rankin County VFW, uh, and it's got the uh, all the information on there. Uh, whether you want to uh, um, participate and actually golf, or you just want to uh, make a donation, but take you know either one, we'd be glad to have. Got you. Now, the members of your post, Bob, uh, as I understand it, are, are, are fairly active, do uh, involved in a lot of activities. Tell us about some of those. Well, our, 
you know, we have uh, requirements that, you know, to be a VFW post, uh, we have to be, you know, volunteer work at the hospital, at the VA. Uh, we also do a, a Patriots pen, which is a uh, scholarship for sixth to eighth graders. We do a Voice of Democracy, which is a uh, scholarship for ninth to twelfth graders. Uh, we're active in raising funds for uh, just past year, uh, junior ROTC. Uh, we work with those guys, Boy Scouts, uh, our BFW National Home. We're a big supporter of them, and uh, one of our other big ones is uh, Fisher House, which is a, uh, uh, a home for families that families stay in when a veteran gets uh, wounded or injured. Uh, their family can stay near them uh, free of charge and, uh, you know, transport back and forth to the hospital, you know, just more easily. If someone, Bob, wants to become a, a member of the post, what are the criteria there and how, how would they go about doing that? Well, uh, there's an application process. Just uh, get up with us. Once again, you can contact us, you know, on Facebook or, or give me a call. Uh, there's always a, a link there, you know, to get in touch with us. Um, you have to have been uh, in some kind of uh, foreign activity during during a wartime or mm-hmm. uh, a battle. Uh, you don't actually have to, have, you know, seen combat, but you have to be in a theater of, theater of operation uh, while it's while the war is going on or conflict. Gotcha. And, uh, uh, once you do that, uh, we'll, we we kind of check everybody out you need to bring the dd214 we'll go over it and talk to you and see if you're qualified and see if you're a, a, a good good fix for us yeah sign you up well i have to say i've uh, i've been to some events down there and and uh, always enjoy meeting and being around the folks and enjoying the good food and and the patriotism uh really does come through and we appreciate we appreciate the service of all the veterans and appreciate you coming on bob and good luck on the golf tournament tell us the date again uh the 29th of uh i think it's the 29th i'm my quartermaster's over here double checking but i, I believe that's the, right but they can find out on your facebook I'm sorry, site it's friday the 30th friday okay. the 30th that sounds right yep. yeah we changed they changed the date on me so it's friday the 30th at uh the refuge appreciate it thank you bob All right. Thank you. Yes, sir. Middays, we'll take a break. Senator John Horn after the news break here. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. News. I'm Chris Foster. It's been leaked to the Washington Post that former President Trump had top-secret information about another country's defense and nuclear capabilities among the documents seized from his home by the FBI. Marco Rubio is the top Republican on the Senate Intelligence Committee. Why would you leak? There's only one reason to leak this stuff, and that is to create a narrative. And why do you create a narrative? For political purpose. So every single day they are proving that this they are politicizing this by what they are doing. He was on Fox and Friends this morning. The Obamas are back at the White House today. President Joe Biden will host former President Barack Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama for the reveal of their official White House portraits. Traditionally, current presidents host their predecessor for the portrait unveiling, but that was not the case during former President Trump's term in office, leaving President Biden to preside over the unveiling for the Obamas. Fox's Tanya J. Powers, the last unveiling was for George and Laura Bush in 2012, hosted by then-President Obama. 
America's listening to Fox News. Hi, my name is Jason Murda, and I'm a realtor at Four Corner Properties. We specialize in recreational, agricultural, hunting, and timberland, as well as 1031 exchanges, investment properties, commercial, and residential homes. Right now, one of the top investments is real estate. So give me a call today, and I will help you find that perfect piece of property or your next dream home at 769-666-9815 or 601-952-2828 and ask for Jason. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. There were 834,000 job openings in manufacturing across the U.S. in July. Of those positions, we had 444,000 that were actually hired into those positions. Positions. Unfortunately, we had 437,000 separations. John McKay, president and CEO of the Mississippi Manufacturers Association, says they still have a long way to go to fill those positions. And there's no real tracking to see how many people apply for these jobs but are turned down because they don't qualify. I was with a company the other day and they had 10 folks come in that had made it through the screening process and were in an orientation program. They had four return after lunch. He says even if you don't have the skills necessary for a particular job, most manufacturers have robust training programs for folks that are looking for work. This is Jake Mangum, player for the New York Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. I've been a loyal Farm Bureau customer for years now. Why? It's simple. Because since day one, Farm Bureau has provided me with exceptional customer service and competitive insurance rates. They work hard for my business, and they'll work hard for yours. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Some members of the national media have portrayed the water crisis in the city of Jackson as a race issue. That's something a lot of Mississippians, like Mississippi GOP Chair Frank Bordeaux, find frustrating, but not surprising. I believe that our state government has stepped in, done a fine job, tried not to make this a political issue. The national media will not uh, allow that narrative to, to exist. Um, they're they're not going to beat up on a uh, liberal uh, Democrat mayor who has not done his job, uh, and they're casting blame on the Republican Party. And I think all of us know that's disingenuous. 
Over 150,000 residents and business owners have been under a boil water advisory for over a month. A federal emergency declaration was approved last week, and the state took over operations at the city's main water treatment facility, which was on the verge of failure. I'm Kelly Bennett. Did you know that Mississippi Industries for the Blind is the mandatory supplier of ratchet straps for the U.S. Postal Service? MIB is also the mandatory supplier to the military for their heavy-duty one-gauge booster cables. Good news! MIB is now offering our ratchet tie-down straps and heavy-duty booster cables to you. These quality-made products are made here in Mississippi by visually impaired and blind Mississippians. You can shop now at msblind.org. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's the Augusta you can play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. To good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi, coming at you live in the Element Well Studios on this hump day. Joining us now in the studio, Senator John Horn. He represents Mississippi's District 26. He serves as the chairman of the Senate Labor Committee and vice chair of the Senate Tourism Committee. Senator, always good to see you. Gerard, it's great to see you as well. Well, I wish we had a little bit different circumstances <laughs> yeah. in the city of Jackson. I know that your district includes a great uh, deal of the city. Uh, yes. The, the latest, um, correct me if I'm wrong here, is that pressure, according to city reports and the governor, pressure has been restored to normal levels. In fact, a little above of what the goal was in terms of pounds per square inch. Yes, sir. But the water, we're still under a boil water order. We still don't mm-hmm. have potable, drinkable, suitable water, and we're in week six of that. Yeah, and there's nothing like seeing something for yourself, Gerard. So this past Saturday, I took a visit out to a tour the O.B. Curtis water plant and um, uh, saw firsthand what's, what's going on, what we're up against, but also saw that a lot of progress in the last, at that time, the last five days uh, have been made, and we're in probably day eight of the takeover by the, the State Board of Health of our drinking water. And they've gotten done in, in seven days a lot more than has been done in the last seven years, in my opinion. And, and so hmm. 
a lot of progress has been made on the pressure. I was able to go to the command center and look at you know, all the dials and, and the uh, uh, computers and took a picture, actually, of, of the water uh, tower system and where it was. And, boy, it was so good to see all that blue. And there, uh, Most of the tanks were all blue, which right. meant water is in, the pressure is being restored. Right. There were two water towers that were still in the red. Right. I think we have 12 that yeah. serve the city. Mm-hmm. And, and the latest report I saw said the Suncrest Tower Suncrest was the is, one. Suncrest was down. Yeah. yeah. Is there another one uh, as well? Yeah, I can't remember the name okay. of it. But, yeah, the Suncrest was one of the two. And that is... Is uh, in South Jackson. Yes, uh, the Suncrest uh, development right. out there towards right. Forest Hill, right. the, a, a far point away from Hill, the Curtis. Plant. That, yeah, that area because of its, its distance yeah, it's has yeah. problems. Sure, makes sense. Okay, so that I guess that's the good news, and that was uh, that occurred because a temporary pump was installed, mm-hmm. and some other repairs were made as well. But you made a point, Senator. We should probably share with uh, our audience about the Department of Health. So it's actually uh, the the reason the state got involved is because under statute it's the Department of Health that is correct that has responsibility. In fact, the law states the director shall develop an adequate plan for the provision of safe drinking water under emergency circumstances. If in the judgment of the director emergency circumstances exist in the state for safe drinking water, the director may take any actions deemed necessary to right. provide drinking water. So we should point out it wasn't a situation where the governor said, hey, we're going to take over Jackson, or the legislature got together and said, this was the Department of Health acting in accordance with their authority under statute. Well, more than uh, 100 uh, water systems are tested every week in the state of Mississippi by the State Department of Health. And if they run into a situation where they deem it to be uh, a public health risk, then they are statutorily authorized and required to take a system over. Okay. And in this case, uh, this be- this process began three weeks ago. Okay. Uh, the state health officer uh, was informed by his staff that there were some real problems and that the uh, OB Curtis water plant was at risk of failure. And if, and what that meant, uh, according to what I was told, is that if it actually failed, then we would be looking at somewhere between eighteen months and three years of getting it restored. Oh wow! So okay. We, we, you know. Too big to fail. Gotcha. So you cross the threshold. <laughs> you cross that threshold, okay. and there's no going back okay, in, in gotcha. any easy fashion. Yeah. So so uh, they got to it just in the nick of time. Okay. And and to your knowledge or understanding, uh, I know I asked you off the air if you had been in touch with the mayor, uh, Chokwe Labamba. Did did he did he resist the Department of Health intervening? No, no, not at all. I think that he realized that he had a, a major problem on his hands. The uh, state of emergency was declared by the health department. The city that then uh, declared a state of, the, of emergency, I believe it happened in that order. Then the governor uh, issued yeah. a state of emergency order, and that was followed by the presidential disaster declaration by okay. President Biden. Gotcha. So a lot of talk about, okay, where do we go from here? I mean, this obviously is, is uh, it's good news that we got the pressure restored, but how reliable that is is yeah. another question. And we still have a boil water alert. Now, right. the mayor says he thinks days, not weeks or months, to get the water uh, back you know, to being safe. Well, um, the, the, under this current order, the State Board of Health has 120 days that they've given themselves okay. to, to get everything back to dependability and reliability. Okay. 
uh, the, the so yeah, we got the pressure back, and I'm being told that we're talking maybe two weeks or okay. less, ho- hopefully less, before we get safe drinking water back online. So okay. we're still under the boil water notice in the meantime. Okay. And um, and then what what they've got to, to get some redundancy in the pumps uh, because uh, if one, a pump goes down and you got to have something as a backup, sure. they didn't have that right up, up up until the board of health stepped in, and so they're get, they're getting some redundancy. They've got to to do um, a lot of work on the membrane. That there are four water systems, drinking water systems in the city, and the, the membrane system at Ob Curtis is one half of the 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 process at OB Curtis. There's the traditional uh, method, and then there's a membrane method. So okay. the membrane system needs work. Yep. And then uh, we've got the well system down in South Jackson, and we've yep. got um, um, fuel, fuel uh, plant. over in the curve. 100-year-old plant? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it looks it, too. But, yeah. Yeah. But, but OB Curtis actually is a good-looking plant. Yeah. Um, it, I, was, I was really... Um, uh, pleasantly surprised. Thirty years old. Yeah, yeah, and and I think we made some major renovations about twenty years ago. That's right. So, Ch- change the but, the but, approach. Yeah, but but the the, the problem is um, the the routine maintenance and uh, has has been deferred and deferred and deferred. So we got a couple of decades of deferral of yep. of maintenance, and that's created a problem. So over the, over the next. Two, three, four months. We'll try to get that that maintenance brought back up to speed. So the EPA comes in in 2020 and uh, didn't write the most flattering report, honestly, mm-hmm. on the city yeah. of Jackson's water system. And in fact, one of the things that they pointed out was chronic understaffing at yes. the Curtis, Curtis plant. Or you're supposed to, by law, have Class A operators 24/7, 365. Right. And. To achieve that, the city was was uh, having to put folks on overtime, extreme overtime, and 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 they couldn't keep good class A operators. They couldn't recruit them, and so it's, that's that's become a problem. But they've got folks from all over the country. I, I was out there. Folks from Florida. There were folks from Louisiana. I think I ran into yeah, someone from Georgia as as well. And, and so, you know, when when these disasters step uh, occur. Folks step up, and and in the other parts of the country, they've really stepped up to help Mississippi and help yeah, Jackson. They have. So, Senator, I got to ask you: the national media has uh, really hijacked this issue and immediately uh, took the default position that this is all about racism. Uh, do you have any any thoughts about that? I think this is a perfect storm, Gerard. You know, you got you, you do have the disinvestment in Jackson by much of the white community. Yeah. You know, there's been a great out migration over the last thirty years, and with that has gone revenue. With with, with that has gone earning power, uh, general fund revenue. Yeah. And property taxes, uh, taxes are down. Sales you know, whole, taxes. Whole nine yards, and so there's less resource to handle the routine operation and maintenance of of a system. Yeah. Uh, then you, you, there's the Siemens deal, and th- you know that was a big debacle for the city of Jackson in terms of uh, it was supposed to streamline us and put us on a much better system of, of uh, water sewer administration by putting new meters in, getting new processes in, software upgrades, yada right. yada yada. Didn't yeah. happen, right? Failed. And so collections are down uh, in the system itself. The, the water sewer administration used to be a cash cow. For the city of Jackson, not that you could put that money, the revenue that was um, that was over and above operations into the general fund, you cannot do that. Right. 
but they were generating seven million dollars a it year. It was sufficient for maintenance, oh, yeah. routine oh, maintenance. Yeah. Absolutely. Now it's being subsidized to the tune of twenty million dollars. Yeah, twenty million dollar deficit every year. Right. So, and and then uh, the the state. Um, I don't know if the city has been able to articulate in a way that's gotten the state's attention yeah. that we, you know, we need help. And so some of that may have to deal with race, quite frankly. Okay. But some of it is about, well, how are you operating your system and are you, are you operating it at, at the most beneficial level for all parties concerned? And so it's, it's been a perfect storm. we got a break. Can you hang around? You yeah, want to talk sure. about this? Yeah, well, I think we can uh, dig into this a little bit more and join the conversation. Senator John Horn represents parts of Jackson, Hines, and Madison County. We'll step aside for a break here in the Element Well Studios. We'll come right back with the Senator. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Lace up your tennis shoes and join us in Greenwood on September 17th for one of Mississippi's oldest road races. The 42nd annual 300 Oaks Road Race has something for everyone in the family. A 10K run, 5K run, 5K walk, and a one-mile color run for the kids. Team discounts available for the 5K walk. Get your friends, coworkers, and family together now and join us with a run under the Oaks on Saturday, September 17th in Greenwood. Visit www.300oaks.com to register. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. 
If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. back everyone midday super talk mississippi we thank you for joining us today we've got senator john horn in the element well studios the senator represents uh, district 26 that includes hines and madison counties and a big chunk of the city of jackson we're talking about the, the water issues there so um i had senator david blunt on uh, your mm-hmm. colleague last week, and and I just point blank asked him, "What do you think we need?" He said, "We need we need two things. We need money and sound management." Is mm-hmm. what he said. Mm-hmm. So, uh, are you in the same boat there, Senator? Do you think those that's what we need? Obviously, yeah. we know we need money. Well, uh, a, a lot of the way we got to where we are has to deal with management and and a lack of resources, certainly. But but then management has been a, a big part of it, yeah. or, the, or the lack thereof. And so uh, yes, um, we've got to come up with a, a long term solution on this, and and it's got to involve more resources. But there's got to be a better way of, of operating the system from yeah. here forward. And and so um, uh, I think the mayor has has finally arrived at at the position that. If nothing else, we need a third-party administrator that's got expertise that brings a little funding to, to the to the table to get them in here to have them assist us in the operation of the system long term. What now? What that looks like is anybody's guess at this point. But I think we've got to focus on the triage and stopping the hemorrhaging right yeah. now, yeah. and then get to a long-term solution. And, and it sounds the, like Department Health term, did that. Yeah. Well, they, they did the first part. They're okay. not. Right. They're not in it to. No. To, to come up with a long-term solution. They got 120 days. Right. So that gets us to the end of December. And and then we may be in the legislative session. Maybe something will happen, and we wind up having a special session call. But the governor has said, at this point, he doesn't anticipate a special session. Right. So you, you're familiar with the structure of the American Rescue Plan, of course, and, and, and you, the legislature uh, passed a bill enacted into law this past session that carved out $450 million mm-hmm. of the state's $1.8 billion allocation. Right. $450 million was uh, earmarked in the form of a grant program to go to cities and counties. Uh, this grant program administered by the Department of Environmental Quality. And it requires cities to submit plans that the DEQ would uh, review 
and approve, and then money would be made available as a match to the money that the cities would put in, right. specifically for water. And the city, I believe, got $42 million, if I'm not mistaken, from the American Rescue Plan. The county got 45. I may have those backwards, but the combined. And there was a proposal that I heard that maybe the city and the county ought to combine their funds and then and submit a joint um, plan to DEQ to match that up with the, city, with, uh, the state, given a total of $174 mm-hmm. million. I guess my question is, do you know if the city has submitted their plan yet? To my knowledge, the city has not submitted this plan. Uh, the, the process opened up last week. September 1. And, you know, the city's had its hands full in yeah. the last week. So I can understand, um, uh, to some extent, they're not having a plan. But we need a plan. But they've known about post-haste. it for a while, though, yeah. Senator. Yeah. I mean, had it been, uh, I think in normal circumstances, folks would have been working on the plan as soon as that bill sure. was signed by the governor. Yeah, in the session. <laughs> yeah. But, but um, you know, the city has been going from one crisis, one emergency to the next. And so, um, the, the, you know, they're, 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 they're flying a plane while it's, it's breaking down on them. And so uh, I, I can under, understand a little bit about them, them not having the plan ready to go on day one. But I don't understand it in the long term. You know, the window right. closes September third. Yeah. Are you confident they're going to get a plan to it? Well, we're certainly praying. Um, the, uh, the city and the county have come under fire a little bit about the fact that they have allocated some of those ARPA resources to something other than infrastructure. Heard that too. And and so there's there's that cross to bear, and I think that that. Um, at this point, we're talking about maybe forty million dollars that that between the two units of government they're willing to put up okay. for a match from the state. But we need a lot more than forty yeah. or eighty million dollars. Yeah. So um, we, we're hearing long term that the waste, the water uh, system, drinking water system, may take as much as seven hundred million dollars to fix. Wow. We're hearing nine hundred and forty million on the wastewater. And that's not even talking about the billing and collection system that needs to be straightened out. Right. So we got a big task ahead of us. Yeah. Yeah, because you've got these 200-year-old cast iron pipes mm-hmm. under the ground that are going to continue to be a problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that costs a lot of, lot of money to repair and dig yep. those things up, fix them, replace them, what have you. So, all right. but uh, I, You know, I often say that, that the city of Jackson needs a Marshall Plan. <laughs> you know, uh, after World War II, rebuild it. You huh? had to had to rebuild Europe, especially Germany. Yeah. And uh, General George Marshall was tasked with the job of, of of putting the Marshall Plan into place and and rebuilding Europe. We need a Marshall Plan from stem to stern for the city of Jackson. Yeah, and I think part of the problem there, though, senators, is that the the years, actually decades of neglect. Mm-hmm. Ha- have really just uh, increased the scale oh, of the problem no doubt, dramatically. No doubt. Uh, you know, you look at our, what's going on in our housing situation, our streets and, and roads, our, our education system, the situation with crime, and now our drinking water and wastewater system. It's, it's, a, it's a big job. Yeah. So do you anticipate that the state... Uh, you got a, a session coming up. The governor doesn't seem to have the appetite to call a special session. Would you anticipate there being any appetite within state government to provide some sort of funding to the city? There is a growing appetite from uh, talking with the leadership 
they've been uh, testing the pulse of, of the rank and file membership that, that don't live in Jackson, aren't yeah. in the metro sure. area. And folks are saying, look, uh, why should we solve Jackson's problem? Well, some of this is neglect. It's poor management. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, you know, in the time of crisis, we, we say the Mississippi generally ponies up for its its cities and counties. Look at what we did for the Gulf Coast after Katrina. Uh, you know, when there, there are tornadoes in certain parts of the state, we, we pony up. And so we're going to have to do that because, you know, when, when decisions are being made uh, in in uh, about new operations, uh, the c- companies are going to take wherever they're going to take them. And and then the question of Mississippi comes up. Well, they don't think about, oh, this is Jackson versus the coast versus northeast Mississippi. It's Mississippi. I agree. And they don't we, we don't know how many decisions are being made are being where we're eliminated. No doubt. Uh, j- just because of the image that we've got right now. No doubt. And, and so it, 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 it does wash over on everybody. Plus, it's our capital city. Yeah. And and so everybody wants their, to be proud of their capital city. And I think there's a responsibility that, that the state must take uh, in ensuring that that takes place. Now, uh, but but I think what the, what the, the big solution um, that's going to have to take place necessarily involves the federal government. Mississippi doesn't have this, the kind of money that we're talking about sure. that uh, I think Jackson is going to need to get to a, f- a final solution. So the feds are going to have to step up. And my understanding is, is that the mayor and, and the, I think the governor have been in, in contact with the president, hmm. and he has made a commitment that he's going to help as much as the federal government can help. Yeah, so, you know, the question and the, and the concern I have is, okay, well, if, if Jackson gets some some sort of tranche of money, then, mm-hmm. yeah, then what about the rest of the country? Because right, right, this, right. this is actually a pervasive problem. It is. Our, it's ours a little, may have little bit the, more extreme in Jackson, perhaps, yeah. than other places, but, yeah, it's a, it's a national problem. And, we passed a $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill back last November. A good bit of that was to go to this. Maybe we should have invested money in water systems instead of instead of electric charging stations. I mean, I, don't, I mean, we, we don't have water. Who cares about charging an electric vehicle that most people mm-hmm. don't have at this mm-hmm. point? So, uh, But I, I think they might run into some resistance there. Certainly yeah. the president and the administration would have to explain, well, yeah, Jackson's special. That's why they got this money. Yeah, it's it's a hard sell yeah. uh, because, as you say, that there are issues similar to this all over America, and yeah, if you help Jackson out to to the tune of what is being possibly requested, yeah, what what about Poughkeepsie? What about sure? What about Dayton? Sure, I'm, I'm not. I'm using those. Yeah, those names, I understand. But I'm, I'm examples. There. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. So so we've got to figure this thing out, and I think there's there's got to be some sort of uh, third-party administration angle to this, because the city uh, has, has said it needs help. The mayor's acknowledged that they need help. He's been talking to third-party administrators, yeah. and and so hopefully we can um, we can get to a point where we get somebody in who really knows how to to make make the engines run on time. Yeah, I hear you, and I and I agree. And uh, honestly, I feel for the citizens of Jackson. I was a long-time resident, born mm-hmm. and raised in Jackson, and I hate to see West the situation. Jackson, boy. Yes, sir. Sure was. <laughs> yeah. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate you coming in, Senator. Always good Thanks, to see you. Thanks, yep. Appreciate you. Senator John Horn has been our guest here on Middays. We'll step aside. We're coming right back. Thanks.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 87. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 69. For Thursday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 87. And for finally Friday, partly sunny conditions, a 70% chance of rain, high near 84. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. How can R.J. Young help you? With digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology, R.J. Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. There were 834,000 job openings in manufacturing across the U.S. in July. Of those positions, we had 444,000 that were actually hired into those positions. Unfortunately, we had 437,000 separations. John McKay, president and CEO of the Mississippi Manufacturers Association, says they still have a long way to go to fill those positions. And there's no real tracking to see how many people apply for these jobs but are turned down because they don't qualify. I was with a company the other day, and they had 10 folks come in that had made it through the screening process and were in an orientation program. They had four retired after lunch. He says even if you don't have the skills necessary, Necessary for a particular job, most manufacturers have robust training programs for folks that are looking for work.
from the ground up, from the grassroots. That's how we began in 1922, and that's how we do things today. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. 100 years of farming, ranching, and supporting our 180,000 member families. From our state capital in Jackson to our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Creating policy, advocating for a better way of life for all Mississippi. We've been there through the tough times when Hurricane Katrina blew ashore. There is extensive damage on U.S. 90. Triumphant times, winning the right to vote to protect private property rights for Mississippians. We introduce benefits like our insurance in the 1940s and fault to stretch broadband internet service from DeSoto County to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So, from the ground up, not just a farm organization, 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Mississippi loves high school football. And now you can stream tons of high school football games from across the Magnolia State each Friday night just by going to supertalk.fm slash high school. That's supertalk.fm slash high school. And, of course, on Friday nights during the season, there's always a game on your local Supertalk radio station. The season's on the line. When it comes to high school football in Mississippi, nobody does it like we do. We are Supertalk Mississippi. Everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We are coming at you live in the Element Well Studios. Appreciate Senator Horn for coming in the studio and discussing this uh, situation with the Jackson water problem. Donald in Oxford says this is a great interview. He is correct. We need to save Jackson for the greater good of the entire state's long-term economy. And I moved out of Northeast Jackson eight years ago, and I continue to pat myself on the back for that decision. Well, the senator is right, Rhino. You probably had the same experience. I know I have. Folks are seeing the news, and they hear Mississippi, and they and they think it's a statewide issue. I can't tell you the number of people, just contacts I have from out of state. Hey, you guys got water? And, of course, they don't know that I'd live in or out of Jackson. But it, I think it is true that the situation is being attached to the entire state, not just to the city. Oh, yeah. And that... I, I'm going to say this because I think that uh, I think it's accurate in that because the state is small from a population perspective, you don't think or people outside of Mississippi don't know as much about the regions of the state, the areas of the state, and how distinct they are and separate they are. They don't know the way we do that. You got the coast, the Pine Belt, just moving south to north, central Mississippi, the Delta. Appalachia, northeast Mississippi. The Golden Triangle. Yeah, just so, I mean, you think about the various regions we have, and, and they're they're separate, and we're fairly spread out, and honestly, fairly sparsely populated for the size, uh, in terms of the land size of the state. But when you, you don't think about California or Texas in that way, you, you know, oh, Dallas, that's different than Houston. 
Where I think Mississippi is, they may say Jackson, Mississippi, and they just think, oh, all of Mississippi. I, I think that's a perception, I'm saying. So you, you can distinguish New York City from upstate New York and the Hudson Valley. I think people can do that. But the smaller the state, there seems to be a tendency to kind of lump it all together. The landmass, right, kind of deal. Uh, but nonetheless, it, it, it does reflect poorly on the entire state when the capital city is in such dire straits. And I, I do think it uh, impacts economic decisions. It influences those. When you've got a capital city that's in such disarray and experiencing these kind of problems, you, geez, you can't get water to your people. I mean, that's pretty fundamental, and that uh, that that would be considered a uh, a failure, I, I believe, and uh, one that you think would not happen in this day and age. But but it is. I, but I got to tell you, and I, and I know the senator, and I appreciate him. Uh, defending somewhat the the city's situation with not having, but he did confirm because I asked him, and I believe he would know, Rhino, whether or not Jackson has submitted their plan to DEQ. I trust the senator on that. He said no, they haven't. Right, so we're a week into that now. September one is when the DEQ opened up the portal and began accepting these plans from municipalities and counties for this $450 million grant program, state established. They've known about this for months. And the session ended at end of March, early April. I don't remember the exact date. They signed he died, but you knew this was coming. They'd been talking about it. Even when they started talking about it, if I were the mayor, I'd be getting my, my gears grinding in my head. Okay, how are we going to do this? Who's going to be in charge? And what's our methodology, our approach, our project look like? I'd have been all over that then. Because you knew it's probably going to pass. You're the mayor of the largest city in the state. You're just a couple of blocks away. Go down to the Capitol. Hey, you guys think this is going to go? You can get a sense for that. You can do some vote counting there. I think the speaker and the lieutenant governor would talk to you. But you got to do it. you got to exert some effort. And all, the point I'm making is, I understand what the senator said, that, yeah, they've had a lot of issues to deal with, and he made the point you're trying to land an airplane or something to that effect, and the airplane's got multiple problems going on at the same time you're trying to address. I, I'm respectful of that. But I still think, given this sense of urgency, especially now that we know, certainly they knew that whatever it is the Department of Health did to to do some repairs that um, in the last couple of weeks, that had that not occurred and it gone on any longer, they could have been without water for, what do you say, 18 months or some extent? 18 months to three years. Okay. Well, if, if, it's, um, if the mayor didn't know that, gosh, that's, that's even more disturbing. But uh, the point I'm making is they certainly knew that, that this thing was urgent. It was critical. It was crisis. And it needed immediate priority attention. Therefore, you'd have to pull out all the stops and apply all the resources you could muster to get this plan done so that you're first in line September 1. I, I'm i not going to back down from that. And honestly... And you can't blame it on the current ongoing crisis because the state took over. Right. Exactly. That's no longer on your plate right now. That's basically true. And that in accordance with the statute you heard me read, the Department of Health. 
has the authority to take over. Just like under the Clean Water Act of 1974, by the way, it's been around a while, the EPA has the right to audit and investigate municipal and essentially public water systems. They have that. uh, That is within their purview to make sure that the water systems are operating properly, reliably, delivering clean, safe drinking water to citizens in this country. And they come in in 2020 and say, you guys got a problem here. Numerous problems, by the way. That was, I think, in January. They came back in March to kind of check up, found more. Then they came back in 21. And even back then, they noted, they advised, you're not in compliance with the staffing requirements, the staffing standards. Told them then. Wasn't anything new. And they came back. So it's one thing if, man, we just can't find any Class A water operators. We're working on it. You just can't find it. But they came back, as you as you know now, in, in uh, just a few months ago and said, we don't see any evidence they've even been working on it, right? I think I'm, Pretty I, much, yeah. I think I'm communicating that fairly accurately there. And uh, it, it's it, you could kind of sense, based on the, the actual quotes from the EPA official, frustration. That's what it looked to me like, reading between the lines there. So... I understand when you got your hands full and you're inundated with with multiple uh, crises on multiple fronts. I, I'm sensitive to that I get that, but uh, you know you got to be a better manager of time than that. You got to learn how to delegate, muster resources. Ain't hard. Otherwise, when the crisis you is due to mismanagement and incompetence. It's tough to compare it to natural disasters. Totally agree. Which are unexpected without a very short window of warning and no idea uh, what the consequences are going to be, what the impact is going to be. Hard and to very p- little that you can do as a human to stop it from That's happening. Right. That's right. This is different in my view. So again, All this required was literally doing your job and or picking up a phone and getting a rental pump. At, at a, for starters, right? And then uh, having staffing on site. Uh, which, by the way, not only included the water operators, but uh, you may have seen that there was also uh, they were out of compliance with respect to electricians as well was written up. So all, all of that, I think, just kind of spells that we got a we got a leadership failure, and that's what concerns me, and that's that's problematic. But anyhow, uh, also. Let's see, somebody said here, yep, yeah, uh, Cedric from Dito says, Senator Horn should run for mayor. I think the senator uh, would be a, a quality mayor, and I don't think this would have happened under his watch, honestly. I don't think there's any question about that. The water mess in Jackson is a racial problem. The mayor's black. The crew that put the water treatment plant in was black-owned with a high percent of black workers. Black residents are not made to pay their water bill. Many workers at the plant are black, on and on. That on the ceasefire text line. Uh, I'm not actually sure about the firm that built the water plant. Not sure who that was. I can tell you that, just as we discussed yesterday, it is likely that that contract also had uh, minority business enterprise participation requirements in it. Now, this was in the 
late 80s, early 90s. I, I think my first experience with it in the city of Jackson was about that time frame as well. It's been around as long as I have uh, been a vendor to the city of Jackson. That goes back to the mid-80s. So, yeah, uh, and it's the same thing for uh, so many of these cities right across the nation that are experiencing rampant crime problems and homeless drugs, all the other blight that um, is besetting these cities. Yeah, I don't know what the problem is. they got black mayors, black chiefs of police, black folks in charge of most of city government, city councils, etc. Kind of hard to point your fingers at that. But And it's the white liberals who are doing it, for the most part. Joe Cocker bumping us out here. Another segment this hour. Stay with us. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. This is a whole new me, almost. And, of course, I just started bawling, and then I looked around, and they had tears. And then the whole it seemed like the whole office came in and, and looked, but it was just a feeling like I have never felt before. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, Insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. This is a midday agri-market report. Russian President Vladimir Putin threatened to curtail the export of grain from Ukraine, charging falsely that the West has been deceiving the developing world by largely keeping for itself food stocks aimed at averting a global hunger crisis. Putin told a session at an economic forum in the Russian Far East city of Vladivostok that under a grain deal brokered by the United Nations and Turkey, only two of 87 ships carrying 60,000 tons of food had so far gone to the World Food Program. Putin said, We are seeing another blatant deception of the international community, a deception of partners in Africa and other countries that are in dire need of food. It's a swindle, boorish and arrogant, he said, attitude toward those partners for whose sake all this was allegedly done. He said that he would contact Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan 
to discuss possibly limiting the export of grain and food from Ukraine. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network. You know that nowadays most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Get stored grain insect protection without the hassle of tank mixing. Central Life Sciences introduces two new products. Gravista Insecticide, a three-in-one product with an adulticide, an insect growth regulator, and a synergist to provide long-term control of problem-stored grain insects. Looking for rescue treatments or for short-term insect control solutions? Look no further than the new Sentinel Synergized Insecticide. To learn more, contact your local distributor or visit bugfreegrains.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. It's so awesome! Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Come on, let's get on with the show! On Super Talk Mississippi. with head games bumping us into this final segment of Hour 2 on Middays in the Element Well Studios on this. Hump day. It's an absolute miracle they didn't have an outbreak of cholera or worse with failing to properly staff that plant, says Jason on the ceasefire tax line. I, I agree, and that is another question that's been asked uh, as well by a lot of people is we're Really kind of surprised we didn't see cholera because it has been reported. Folks have reported they're still drinking the dang water. It doesn't look very um, appetizing. certainly doesn't look consumable, but they are. It's, it's incredibly sad. I have a, a test I do, and all it is is I fill up a little, I guess it's a liter. It's not a full pitcher. It's a smaller pitcher. But I fill it up, sit it on the counter. Come back in an hour or two, and it's I don't. Thankfully, I don't have the brown water that some people have on the Jackson water system. Mine's relatively clear to the naked eye until you leave it sitting out for an hour or two, and then you look at the bottom, and there's stuff that has settled down to the bottom. Unbelievable, just the sediment, and so forth, huh? whatever entering the system, not getting filtered out. Certainly, between the time it gets filtered and time it comes out of your faucet, stuff happens. That's part of the problem. Breaches the pipes and so forth. From the outside looking in, this is Scott and Gulfport on the ceasefire text line. Would it be feasible for Jackson's Water Department to dissolve and become a water association separate from the city like so many in our state? Yeah, I'm sure there's a legal process to, to dissolve it and reconstitute it. But here's the deal, Scott. That doesn't solve the financial need. Doesn't address that problem. I agree from a management perspective. It's hard to imagine that there would be any funding sent to the city from either the state, either in this form of this matching program, 
or from the federal government that is just a blank check, essentially, written to the city leadership to use for this purpose, intended to be used for this purpose, and then yield to them and rely on them to spend it responsibly and efficiently with transparency and accountability and to produce the results that that money is intended to produce. Yeah, I. Uh, but it, it doesn't solve the, the problem of the money needed. And how and where that's going to come from, how it's going to get here, that's another story. I still think it's a it's a pretty big task to go to the federal government. And, and this is the other thing, folks. We talked about this so many times before. This is how we end up $31 trillion in debt. The federal government doesn't have the money either. Think about that now. Let's say the city goes to the, to the president or the Congress, whatever would be required. I'm not even sure. I don't know if the president, I don't think so, has the means to just, here's you a billion dollars, go fix your, your water. But they could dump it in this, this continuing resolution. I got something else to say about that before the show's over. But the government, once again, with uh, a month left in the fiscal year, the federal government, uh, less than a month, we're in September, is about $47 billion short. And so that means the Congress has got to pass what's called a continuing resolution, once again, to keep the government open. Well, the government runs a deficit. Now, Jean-Pierre and Biden are bragging about the trillion-dollar deficit. So when you lap on another billion, earmarked for the city of Jackson... Well, it's not like that's coming out of some other expenditure and and there's 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 money available for that. No, it just gets added to the debt that will never be paid, which contributes to and and um, fuels inflation. That's how it works. Not like okay, well, we're going to work the budget and take a billion out of this bucket for something that maybe we can. We can uh, delay and defer. We're going to give that to the city because it's got an urgent situation. No, it doesn't work that way. Is it? Okay, yeah, sure, why not? Add it to the $31 trillion we already got. And then I still think it becomes a problem in that you end up with all kinds of other cities and towns and political subdivisions. Hey, what about us? No doubt that would happen. No doubt. Uh, incredible. So, it's a big old problem. John and Corinth says, Gerard, don't kid yourself. The water in Jackson is tragic, but traveling through Jackson will let you know it's one of the many problems with our state's capital. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's all related. I agree. You have to look at, at the problems and the challenges in the city holistically. It's not just water. It's just that water gets national attention. It's pretty fundamental. And as I've said uh, I think before that you obviously need money to maintain and, and repair the infrastructure of the city, but you got to have that infrastructure to, uh, to service the business community that produces the money because most of their revenue comes from sales taxes. We can't sell anything. You can't get, get there on the streets. You can't protect people when they're shopping and, and buying in the city of Jackson. And they don't have any water. It's pretty fundamental. An hour left on midday. Super Talk News, Fox News coming up next. Please stay with us. You're listening.
listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. News. I'm Chris Foster. The man accused of murdering a mother of two in Memphis, Tennessee, is back in court. With the additional charge in that case, uh, first-degree murder, I'm going to order that uh, there be no bond. And the judge says the suspect's valid name is Cleotha Henderson, reports since his arrest headed at Abstin. Eliza Fletcher was killed Friday out for an early morning run. League membership roles of a far-right extremist group list law enforcement officers, elected officials, and members of the military. The report by the Anti-Defamation League Center on Extremism says of the more than 38,000 names on the leaked Oath Keepers membership lists, nearly 400 have been identified as currently working in law enforcement. Another 100 identified are current members of the U.S. military, and 80 others were running for or served in public office as of early August. Fox's Tanya J. Power, some of those people listed tell the Associated Press they used to be Oath Keepers or never were. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As Biloxi officials make the final edits on their budget, one new change is a pay raise for police officers, but not firefighters. And everybody's happy that the police department is getting a raise. We just feel that we're right beside them in the things that they do and the dangers that they face and the things that they endure. And we feel like that we should be considered for a raise as well. That was what Biloxi Fire Department Chief Stephen Dunaway told WLOX Tuesday night following the city's public hearing. Back in 2019, the city of Ocean Springs, which is right next door, adopted a new pay scale for all city employees, including a 3% salary bump for firefighters. And a recent study shows that nearly one in four U.S. adults aged 18 to 44 sought mental health care between 2019 and 2021 in large part due to the COVID-19 pandemic. All of us at the Mississippi Propane Gas Association are committed to providing you with the best possible services and affordable values. We operate in a way that assures a safe, reliable, and economical fuel source. Our trained personnel constantly monitor the conditions of our gas systems to assure reliability and safety. Any repairs or modifications to a propane gas system must be performed by the qualified technicians of your propane provider as required by state and federal regulations. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. This is day two of safety digging class. Why call 811? Do you see this picture? Yeah, it's a doghouse. No, it's where my wife and I live because I failed to call 811, hit a gas line, and blew up my house. Ah, one of them tiny, tiny houses. Is it roomy? (laughs) 
Next question. Hello, Sam here from Mississippi 811. Calling 811 two working days before digging is the law, and it's always the right thing to do. Southern Miss quarterback Ty Keyes could play Saturday when the Golden Eagles travel to the University of Miami, according to head coach Will Hall. Yeah, he was out there today getting reps. And, uh, you know, first and foremost, Ty's a young kid that we love a lot, and we want the future for him more so than the present. We'll never sacrifice a kid's future and put that in jeopardy over the present. He wants to play, and we're going through the protocol of that with the health people, Todd McCall, our athletic trainer and all that, to uh, to get that sorted out. Keys left the Golden Eagles season-opening loss to Liberty late in the second quarter after taking a big hit from Flames safety Robert Rahimi. Prior to exiting the game, the true sophomore was 4 of 8 passing for 89 yards through the air and 27 yards on the ground with two interceptions. As for the nature of the injury, Hall declined to comment. With Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm J.T. Mitchell. Your news, your talk, your weather, and your sports. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every late-breaking story. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. This is Jake Mangum, player for the New York Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. I wouldn't be where I am today without the love and support of my family. It's critical to have people around you that are always on your team. The outstanding folks at Farm Bureau do just that with their competitive rates and exceptional customer service. Be a part of the team that rallies around you. It's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, and now, another hour of the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Begin your transition now. Now on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, Midday Super Talk Mississippi, Hour 3 of the program. The Dow up 312 at this moment. A bit of a tech-led bounce over there on the NASDAQ, up 160. Some of that is thought to be a result of Apple unveiling the iPhone 14 today. Big day. The uh, yields on the treasuries are all down today, but... Most economists still think we got 75 basis points uh, rate hike coming up in the next uh, meeting over there at the Fed, and more of that on the way. So we shall see. Is Gavin Newsom? This is Jerry and Pontotot. We were talking about the electric the electricity issues in California, where the electric power company for the area most affected and most uh, at risk sent out a text blast to their customers telling them, please, uh, imploring them 
actually. They, 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 there's no way they could force it at this point. But to um, set their thermostats to 78, discontinue the use of large appliances, and refrain from charging the OEB. And some people have pointed to a recent story from Colorado where people with uh, smart thermostats in their home were not allowed to turn it down to a certain temperature because it was locked right. by the power company. And that got a lot of attention, but it seems like everybody missed the part where everyone that happened to volunteered for a program where they got a cash rebate on their bill for signing up for it for doing that, for for handing over that authority to the power company. And the power company supplied the thermostat. Correct. One that uh, was controllable by their systems. You agreed to that. It wasn't forced on them. It wasn't universal. It was just those customers who, you're right, enrolled in the program, received the thermostat from the power company, and that was a condition. That was explained. So... I think it's a little bit of an overreaction, I think is probably the best way to put it. But Jerry goes on to say, is Gavin Newsom going to turn off the air conditioning at the governor's mansion? Well, I think we could uh, certainly point to other situations in the Governor Newsom's past, like during the pandemic when he enjoyed a $500 a plate meal or some exorbitant cost like that with his buddies at this uh, famous restaurant in California, the French Laundry. It was seen there. Uh, yucking it up, sitting within like a few feet of, right, <laughs> his friends, there's his uh, cohorts there at dinner, and they didn't have any masks on. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> so I the did an- see a report from, I want to say it was the local ABC in Los Angeles where their studio lost power. Oh, wow. That's a big one. How about that? I'm surprised they didn't have backup power for such an operation, though, huh? Ricky in Aberdeen says nuclear energy is where we missed the boat in the USA. I I know and I agree. I think we've talked about it. That not only I think are we behind and uh, facing a, a, a more serious situation with respect to electrical production than we would have had we pursued aggressively clean, safe nuclear energy. But dang, that's certainly the case over there in Europe. No doubt about the problem it's causing over there. And it's not like it's anything new. The U.S. pretty much plateaued on nuclear power production in the early to mid-90s. Yeah. It's crazy. Why? I mean, all for, I think, uh, unwarranted fears. To save fears. the whales. Yeah. What about Jerry and Waynesboro asks, we're talking, talking about some uh, economic stuff. What about the yen to dollar effect? What does this mean? largest loss in 24 years. So you're talking about, in that case, Jerry, that yen has lost value to the dollar. That is correct. It just means that our stuff that we export is more expensive to uh, those nations whose currency is valued at a lower level uh, versus the dollar. Conversely, it means that the dollar because it is stronger and valued higher than currency of other nations, if we import goods from those nations, cost is less, takes fewer dollars. That's that's what it means. So it's um, 
It has a little bit to do with the fact that Japan is not raising their interest rates. That is right. They've kept their interest rates uh, down for some time. In fact, at one point in Japan, they had negative interest rates as a way to to, uh, stimulate, which basically means if your money's sitting in a bank, they pay, um, excuse me, you pay them to keep it for you. It's the opposite, right? And, And the idea there is that it forces you to take your money out of the bank, go spend it. It's crazy. Negative interest rate. And banks in Japan are a monster to deal with. I've heard the same from some friends in California. I mean, you, I you think about in America, you have banks that are open six, sometimes seven days a week in the big cities. Yeah. You have extended hours. You have ATMs. You have the ability to transfer funds. All of that requires face-to-face, in-person exchanges in Japan, and it's going to cost you to do everything. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, all because of their, their various economic uh, threats and challenges uh, to, tr- to try to make all that, to try to mitigate all that. Ben from Madison says, Joe Biden, talking about his speech earlier, divider-in-chief, dark Brandon doing dark Brandon things. We may have some sound, Rhino. I think I may have sent you something. He, he got a bit of a heckle. There at his speech on Labor Day a couple of days ago in Milwaukee. This is pretty bizarre. Listen. We're a serious moment in our nation history. And it's not hyper. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. As I said last week, we remain in the battle for the soul of America. By the way, all right, God love you. Let him go. Let him go. No, 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 no. Don't let, let him go. Let him. He's look. Everybody's entitled to be an idiot. No, no. Everybody's entitled. Okay. Look. No, 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 no. It's as the heckler was being removed from the premises. That is bizarre there, isn't it? Isn't it, though? No, 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 no. I mean, oh, my gosh. I think that was the point at which the camera had pulled back, and you got a wider shot, and you could see there's about 40 people there. And it was all union. It was all about pandering to unions. That's all he does. And something else he said, I'm not sure if I sent it to you, Rhino, uh, um, he said about the pharmaceutical industry. May not have sent it to you, but he said something about um, we we beat them. We beat Pfizer. We beat that pharma. Big beat big pharma. Talking about the uh, the Inflation Reduction Act, which includes uh, a, a threshold on uh, out of pocket costs for drugs in Medicare, and also allows Medicare to negotiate uh, drug pricing and caps the price of insulin. And he goes on to tout the fact that he beat Big Pharma. We beat him. I, I'm just going to say again, why is the federal government at, at war? What does that mean? That's just so inappropriate. You're at war with a private sector organization that's operating legally. I mean, again, that's just inappropriate to call out a sector like that. But we've already heard, right, to small mom-and-pop retailers at gas stations, go out there and reduce the price at the pump. Do it now. Remember that? 
I mean, it's just constantly vilifying and demonizing the private sector. Now, you can have an opinion about Big Pharma all day long, but as long as they're operating within the rules of law, leave them alone. That's my view on it. It's just, I mean, why are we at war? Why is the government at war? Where the hell do they think they get the money for? Well, from? you, you got to remember, this is the same party, this is the same group of people that believe the rich aren't paying their fair share, but they can't point to anything they're doing illegally. Right. I, just demonizing segments of the economy or individuals, groups of people, in this case, an entire industry, that's just wrong. I'm sorry. I mean, it just is. And honestly, here's what's crazy. We beat Big Pharma? Are you kidding me? What the hell do you think those vaccine mandates did? You're the reason they line their pot. They get mad, right? They put the law in place. Everybody's got to get vaccinated. And then they get mad because they made money off of it. What's well, because of you? It's just incredible. They get mad at the insurance companies. Well, you made everybody buy insurance. It's just incredible how short-sighted, double-standard, hypocritical it is. And the average person out there says, yeah, Joe beat a Big Pharma. Go, Joe. Not only do they make you buy insurance, if you couldn't afford insurance, you had to pay a fee to the government because you couldn't afford insurance. But yet they demonize them. And they're the ones just lining their pockets with money. We'll come right back. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 87. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 69. For Thursday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 87. And for finally Friday, partly sunny conditions, a 70% chance of rain, high near 84. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton since 1871. Come to our Deer Hunter Appreciation Sale September 8th through the 10th for all the great deals. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Ugh, I have got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. At Batteries Plus, we power family road trips. We power bedtime stories. We do more than replace batteries and fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit us in-store, curbside, and at BatteriesPlus.com. 
For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Featuring Mickey Dolenz on the lead vocals there. I live between Northside and Meadowbrook in Jackson. Is it the state legislature or Tate's fault that there's craters in the road? I get confused, says Joe on the ceasefire text line. Blaine in Jackson says, pony up, self-inflicted problems in Jackson. Hmm. Out of wedlock bursts matter. Change Jackson forever. It's not just image, it's reality. They won't touch it, will they? Okay, I'm done beating this drum. Sorry, but it is so frustrating. Gary and the Berg. Gary, I'm with you, man. I've been beating it for 25 years as well. It uh, We have the highest rate of out-of-wedlock births. Mississippi does. In the nation. And if you look at it across the races, it, it is really outsized for uh, blacks in this country. And there's no doubt that the dissolution of the traditional family and family values, I believe, is the major contributor to uh, m- many of our problems. Crime, drugs, poverty, all the above. I, I agree with you. And it's um, there's just not any inclination on the part of politicians to discuss it. It's um, politically toxic to even go there, because it, unfortunately, is more prevalent in a particular demographic, and that's why. So, he says, uh, does Gary, cities like Jackson are in large part getting what they voted for if they continue to support liberal Democrats, embrace being a victim of everything and rejecting capitalism, nothing will change. They vote for Biden and the Democrats 95% plus, which is a vote against Mississippi, prosperity and freedom 
Could it be that water event has exposed Jackson in a similar fashion? These voters need to give conservatives a chance and embrace two parent families. Heck, I don't know if you could find any conservatives in the city of Jackson that would be willing to run for mayor and and uh, take on that responsibility. Awesome responsibility, honestly. But I I hear you. Um, you know, the sad thing is that that it's it's minorities that are in charge that are hurting the minorities. That's who's paying the price more. Bob Woodson, I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. He's, uh, gosh, Bob is in his 80s now, very outspoken. He's, he's a black um, professor, I think. I think he's Dr. Bob Woodson. I know he's got his Ph.D., written some books, excellent. I follow him, read his, his uh, articles, his commentary. But he he's very quick to point out that you can't just blame white people for all the problems in the black community. In fact, he points out that it's mostly liberal white people, right, that want all white people to just accept and acknowledge that they're racist. That's really what critical race theory, in essence, attempts to do. In fact, if you have looked at the origins of critical theory, of critical race theory, which stems from critical race, I pardon me, critical race theory stems from critical theory, which is a Marxist philosophy. And what it says is that racism is not a function of individual bias, but rather it's systemic, it's structural, it's just default, built in, ingrained. And what Woodson says that I thought was just so smart, he says, white guilt, white shame, and accepting as a white person that you're racist isn't going to solve problems in the black community. It's not going to solve the problems in Jackson. So somebody did point out, rightfully so, on the on the text line, that um, was it. they said ABC, one of the news organizations had reported that the problems in, in Jackson stem from racism. I, numerous articles and reports to that effect, all over the place. And, okay, that's fine, but so what do you want? Everybody show up and say, you're right, we're all racist. Dang, I'll fix the problem. I mean, I don't know what it is they're looking for exactly. And I, I point out again, if you look at... They're looking for any and every reason to not point a finger and lay blame at the person who's responsible for this, the mayor of Jackson. Okay. And also, I think it, it serves their political interest, does it not? Oh, yeah. So, Woodson said, this was brilliant, Rhino. Woodson said in his writings that that slave owners may have treated black people as property, no doubt. Buying and selling human beings. Despicable. But still goes on today in the Middle East. Right. Northern Africa. Right. Yeah. Still going on. Don't ever hear anything about it. In fact, there are more people in chains, in the chains of slavery today than at any other point in history. I I have heard reports indicating the same. But he said slave owners saw blacks as property. Democrats see blacks as pawns. Political pawns. 
He says they're willing... He, he cited some statistics recently about just how worse the black-on-black crime has become and how many black Americans have been slain by other blacks. And he says the Democrats are willing... Hear, hear this and think about it carefully. Willing to sacrifice black bodies for black votes. Dang, that's dead on, is it not? Is that not what we're seeing? Across this country? Our own capital city? A wash in crime as well? Most of which is black on black? And I know that right now, people listening may immediately jump to some conclusion that I'm just being racist. No, I'm just telling the truth. I'm not saying this to be racist whatsoever, but if somebody doesn't, in our little corner of the world here, in our voice, expose the truth. So, i give you an example. I've said that you're not going to be able to fix Jackson unless we fix the procurement process, because it's brutally corrupt. And it's all about this minority business enterprise participation. Went off on a rant on that yesterday. But think about this. You know who the people are that get hurt the worst? The minorities. The minorities are the ones who suffer the consequences of the corrupt procurement process. This design to achieve some mythical equity economically. But in fact, it hurts the very people who who are not vendors to the city. But all we hear about out of the Democrats is those dirty rich people, right? Don't pay their fair share and how they're gaming the system and the deck is stacked. What the hell do you think that is? That's exactly what that is. That is gaming the system. And if I hear another story, I heard another one this morning. From another person that says, yeah, I don't get a bill, and I finally got one, it was $8,000. Good grief. Does anybody getting an accurate bill in the city of Jackson? I'm starting to think not a single person gets their bill timely and accurately. It's pretty fundamental. Pretty fundamental. You know, it made me think about WorldCom. Pretty familiar company in these parts. My company was one of the first customers of of WorldCom, LDDS. Also one of the first vendors. And one of the the things I noticed right off the bat, they could never get the billing right. You know what else they couldn't do? Pay us timely and accurately. And you know what I thought even back then, almost 40 years ago? This company ain't going to make it. Can't pay their bills right. And they can't invoice properly. It's pretty fundamental. Same deal. You can't have a functioning city and a water system if you just can't get that piece right. Now, is that a function of racism? Climate change? That's why the bills don't come out timely, accurately, reliably? But that's what the mayor said this past weekend. It's climate change. Anything to deflect from his own ineptitudes and incompetence. So if he quit partying in his private room at the sports bar and actually do his damn job, it's unbelievable. he wouldn't be in this problem. It's just incredible. It really is. Somebody did ask earlier whether or not all municipalities are are subject to this problem in the state of Mississippi, and, and if they're on top of this and 
and making sure that they won't suffer the same sort of failure of their water systems. We'll talk about that when we come back. we got half an hour left in the Element Well Studios. We thank you for joining us on Middays. People say things change, but in Mississippi, good things don't change. They change everything. Back when a blues musician picked up a guitar and struck a chord with the world, the Citizens Bank was making life better in Mississippi communities. Now we're in every corner of the state, changing banking to be more in yours with accessible lenders, more product choices, and always the latest in digital banking. After over a century, changing to local sounds better and better. Member FDIC. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And away go troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Spillway Diner, known for its great breakfast and lunch, is now open till 8 p.m., featuring a new special each night, Monday. Enjoy all-you-can-eat breakfast. Tuesday, half-price blue plates. Wednesday, it's dollar wing night with 14 flavors to choose from. Thursday, all-you-can-eat fish fillets. And on Friday and Saturday, enjoy a juicy sirloin, ribeye, or fillet served with baked potato, roll, or Texas toast, and a drink. Spillway Diner's all-you-can-eat special feature menu is dine-in only. No sharing. Find them on Facebook for more on the new menu, hours, and location. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Every day, I see people in crisis. On the surface, they need a good meal. Deep inside, they need hope. On my best day ever, I can't save anybody. But we each can be a tool God uses to change a life. I want to challenge you. Allow God to use you to help someone else today. Check us out at gatewaymission.org, helping people right here in Jackson, Mississippi. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Swing into the Sanderson Farms Championship for a good time and a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Children's of Mississippi to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits each year. Last year, $1.5 million were raised for Children's of Mississippi, and more than $300,000 were raised for over 60 additional Mississippi charities. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship, September 26th through October 2nd at the Country Club of Jackson. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk, Mississippi News. As Biloxi officials make the final edits on their budget, one new change is a pay raise for police officers, but not firefighters. 
And everybody's happy that the police department is getting a raise. We just feel that we're right beside them in the things that they do and the dangers that they face and the things that they endure. And we feel like that we should be considered for a raise as well. That was what Biloxi Fire Department Chief Stephen Dunaway told WLOX Tuesday night following the city's public hearing. Back in 2019, the city of Ocean Springs, which is right next door, adopted a new pay scale for all city employees, including a 3% salary bump for firefighters. And a recent study shows that nearly one in four U.S. adults aged 18 to 44 sought mental health care between 2019 and 2021, in large part due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, you already know that Ford trucks are built Ford tough and that the full line of Ford vehicles are built for the future. But did you know about the Ford Blue Advantage? When looking to buy a used Ford, it has everything on your used vehicle checklist. A gold certified 172-point inspection, a comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford, a Carfax report, and even a 14-day, 1,000-mile money-back guarantee. The Ford Blue Advantage, used car buying that's built for you. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. 601-957-6006. Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone midday super talk mississippi back in the element well studios on the ceasefire text line why don't you run for mayor gerard oh man well i think you have to live in the city of jackson if i'm not mistaken and i i don't uh i will say this and i know we've got members of the legislature out there listening if in fact the city does submit their plan to participate in the state-authorized grant program in which they would receive matching funds. Sounds to me like from Senator Horn, they've already spent some of it. What the hell could be more important than this? Huh. If they were to do that, I am requesting of the state, I'm imploring members of our legislature, and I think they're on board with this, and, and we heard Senator Blunt 
even say he would be willing to negotiate in good faith. An independent, an independent administration of these funds can't send this money directly to the city, cannot, and let them go run a procurement process and enrich their cronies again. That's failed. That's why, that's why they're here. So if they would see fit to perhaps form an independent third-party commission panel oversight, whatever term you want to use to govern it, to, to describe it, that would be involved in governing the process, overseeing the process. I'm talking about from identifying the projects and the results those would produce, not just saying here's the problem, but here's how we're going to solve it, and this is the benefit we're going to get. This is what it's going to cost. So we fully commission and identify and define at the lowest level of detail. And then operate, administer an RFP process consistent with best practices for not only RFPs and competitive uh, proposal processing, but also in accordance with best practices and standards for public water systems, what those specifications need to look like. And, And then, of course, those need to be There needs to be a scoring matrix that, again, is developed in accordance with best practices and standards for public water systems, and and it should not have whatsoever among the scoring criteria should there be a requirement for minority participation. Can't do that. Price needs to be a factor, of course, but it doesn't need to be the majority of the scoring criteria. There needs to be technical qualifications, experience with these kinds of whatever the project is, references, staffing, financial stability of the contractor, etc. All the standard sort of stuff you would include in a properly formatted request for proposal. And this oversight group that I'm describing would govern that. Not necessarily the group that does the scoring. That requires people that have deep understanding and experience and skills in those matters. But oversight of it for transparency and accountability. And the same with respect to contracting. That needs to be done in an ironclad fashion with a schedule of deliverables, with an acceptance criteria process well-defined, with a payment process in a a payment schedule, well-defined, and disbursement performed by third parties. In other words, the city could provide some input into the process because they've got some knowledge. But this cannot be overseen and run by, administered by the city. State cannot let them have money without these conditions that I'm describing And some smart people could figure out even more than what I'm going through right here, no doubt. But if they should do that, I would be willing to participate um, as a member of whatever that third-party entity would look like. I have some experience in that, in public sector contracting, 
and uh, public sector RFPs of a technical nature, the widgets honestly don't matter. You get subject matter experts for that. It's the process and the structure and the framework that matters. And more importantly, most importantly, the transparency and the accountability along every step of the way. That's what I'm proposing. And and hopefully that'll happen. But I gotta tell you, I I was disappointed to hear the senator say, Oh yeah, they've already spent seventeen million dollars. What? You got time to go do that, but you don't have time to do your plan? My big question is where do we get these outrageous amounts needed from if they don't have a plan for how it's going to be spent? If they haven't taken oh. the time to put together a plan and know what's necessary, what rear end are they pulling these numbers out of to need $2 billion? I agree. They, how could they possibly know? You they don't. don't. They're you just don't. making it up correct. and hoping for the best so they can pay their buddies. Totally correct. Yeah. I mean, so defining the problem, right, that's step one. I totally agree with you, Rhino. Well, that can't be done from the mayor's office or the city hall. That that requires some really smart people, again, subject matter experts, in public water systems, engineers and the like, and and they should not have any direct financial interest or other in the city, in my view, to come in and perform this analysis, this review, this evaluation, and let's report it. Let's identify, and let's prioritize. Let's do some triage. Even the, even the senator said that. That was the word he used. Malcolm from Tishabingo County says, why isn't this already occurring? i got to tell you, Malcolm, I, first, I hear you, brother. Second, I've been talking about this for 25 years. I have been trying to call attention to the flawed procurement process. And it's not just Jackson, by the way. Not just Jackson. For 25 years. Now, yesterday may have been more than our listeners wanted, but I shared personal, direct stories with my experience in Memphis. Memphis is just a bigger version of Jackson when it comes to that. I've had the same issue in Birmingham. Again, just a larger version. But you see the common thread in terms of the government structure, those in charge? Common thread. Where you've made this minority participation component more important than the quality and the performance and the value to the taxpayers. So that's the sad thing is the taxpayers are paying a premium, often for inferior quality. That's how upside down it is. All it's, the checks, some affirmative action, intersectionality box. And look, I just got to say it. That's why Corrine Jean-Pierre is the White House press secretary. She's brutally incompetent. She checks those boxes. Exactly. I think I described it early on as it's like Biden sat down with a chessboard, said, I need one of them, one of them, one of them. And look, we've got the first gay Department of Transportation secretary. Oh, what are his qualifications? He was the mayor of a little bitty town (laughs) in Indiana, right? And he likes trains. Likes trains. It's true. It's, it's the march to mediocrity. Here, here it is. So here's what's happened. That march to mediocrity, that, that prioritization of what a person is rather than who they are, it's why Jackson ain't got no water. Now, I know a lot of people could come forward and say, oh, no, you don't know what you're talking about and all that kind of stuff. So, look, my friend, Senator 
Josh Harkins texted me and he sent me a tweet. And uh, it, this this tweet is from, uh, what's this, but you may have seen this, Keith Boykin. He says, for those trying to blame the water crisis in Jackson, Mississippi on the city's black residents, it was actually white Republican state leaders who defunded the city. What? Refused to provide infrastructure aid and tried to take over the local airport, a major source of city revenue. Well, first, nobody is blaming this situation on the black residents of the city. I haven't heard a single person say, oh, this is the fault of the black residents. Nobody said that. I keep laying it squarely at the feet of Chokwe Antar Lumumba and his ineptitudes and incompatibility with actually running a city. Five years he's been there. And then he says, Republican state leaders defunded the city? Huh? The state doesn't fund cities. Cities are independent jurisdictions that, for the most part, raise their own money, produce their own revenue in the form of their main source, sales taxes. Some ad valorem taxes. They get obviously they get some federal and, and state grant money and so forth, but the lion's share of their revenue and, and also the water billing, right? The revenue from that. Some licenses and fees and so forth. And the state actually voted to allow them to raise their state sales taxes ten, eleven years ago. We'll come right back. We got the final segment on midday. Stay with us. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Lace up your tennis shoes and join us in Greenwood on September 17th for one of Mississippi's oldest road races. The 42nd annual 300 Oaks Road Race has something for everyone in the family. A 10K run, 5K run, 5K walk, and a one-mile color run for the kids. Team discounts available for the 5K walk. Get your friends, coworkers, and family together now and join us with a run under the Oaks on Saturday, September 17th in Greenwood. Visit www.300oaks.com to register. Get the buck to stop when you shop the hunting appreciation event at Gaddis McLaurin Feed Seed Hardware and Mercantile September 8th through the 10th. The entire store 10% off. Live entertainment, free food and beverages, prizes, great deals all day long like generic roundup, two and a half gallons, $79.99. Rice brand, 50 pound bag, $9.89. $13.13.13. 50 pound bag, $15.99. And corn for $8.50. Get the buck to stop when you shop the hunting appreciation event September 8th through the 10th at Gaddis McLaurin Feed Seed Hardware and Mercantile since 1871 in downtown Bolton. We'll see you there. Don't just get a job, get a career with great salary and benefits. The Mississippi Department of Corrections has just increased your salary by 10%. If you qualify, you can be a corporal, sergeant, captain, or major with base salaries ranging from over $36,000 to over $47,000. Add to that retirement medical benefit packages up to $17,000 more, all with paid-on-the-job training not far from where you live. Visit MDOCMS.gov to apply today. That's MDOC.MS.gov. 
Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Have you ever seen a field of corn or soybeans or cotton growing along the highway? Think about that for a moment. From tiny seeds comes this field of crops. You and I need to live our lives every day. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. We began much the same way as a seed of an idea that took root in 1922. In the 100 years since, the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation has contributed so much to our lives across every county of this state. From insurance to hospitals, from private property rights to road and bridge repair, Mississippi Farm Bureau has fought to make a better way of life for Mississippians, member or not. So, while agriculture is important, we are not just a farm organization. 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. to continue on this this text rhino that i was just reading from uh boykin keith boykin so what does he mean by state leaders defunded the city senator harkins points out well how can you defund something you never funded there's not like this money that goes into the city's excuse me the state's treasury that then goes out to the cities to run the cities that's not how it works. In fact, you remember when we were discussing the elimination of the income tax, there was a lot of blowback from smaller communities, smaller cities, when we were looking at uh, the sales tax situation. Reducing. Remember that? And there was concerns that, well, heck, it's where we get all our money. It's from sales tax. So it, it, there was some pushback on it, understandably. And that's when, if you remember... The House, I believe, in their version came back and said, okay, we're going to make you whole on that. Remember, that was a feature of a a successive uh, bill. And uh, so, anyhow, that's just not true. It's not like that the legislature sitting up there saying, hey, don't send any money to Jackson. Well, that's not the way it works to start with. And if 
that's the case, well, then we ought to be running the thing, right? That's not how it works. They're independent jurisdictions. You have your own budget. You have your own revenue stream. Like I said yesterday, you hire and fire the people that run those key departments. That's what you sign up to do. So, again, this guy's trying to make this about race. Oh, yeah, those legislatures in there saying, don't send any money to Jackson, it's black people there. That's just not true. And you, you can't solve problems until you identify the facts of the, of the issue, of the challenge. That's just right. And so the, the legislature did, in fact, sign off in accordance with state law if a municipality wants to layer on additional sales tax charges, the, the state government has to approve that. They asked for it. They did that, what, 13, 14? We looked it up, right? 1%. Oh, yeah. So January sales, 2014. Okay, so the sales tax is higher in Jackson than the surrounding area. And about, it was sold to the voters as a way to raise money right. to fix infrastructure. Right. And reports show that it raised about $15 million last year incremental to what it would have been had the sales tax rate stayed at the standard 7%. So it's just not true. And then the airport, a major source of revenue, what a joke. That's not, it doesn't produce a lot of, of revenue. How, how could they not know that? Well, I think because they they're do. activists with press passes, or they believe the activists with press passes. <sighs> and so guys like this say this stuff, and the national media gets a hold of it, and it just, oh, man, it just floats their boat, doesn't it? Without really, again, thinking through. Democrats aren't really known for their critical thinking skills. Uh, well, it's 10,000 million, right? Yeah. 10 billion jobs created. Oh, that president's something. If you miss that, folks, Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, we played a clip where she said, the president produced... 10,000 million. <laughs> oh, gosh. But I, I get, as you can obviously tell, I get so, so fired up, so incensed about the lying. I, look, if we want to debate the issues and talk about solving the problem and even attribute blame, which at this point doesn't do any good, honestly, the only value in attributing blame and really doing a deep dive into the root cause, how did we get here, is to make sure you don't do it again. That's that's the value. I mean, it, it, I know some folks have written in and said, hey, they got to be accountable. Okay, well, what does that mean exactly? They don't have a billion dollars or whatever it costs. They can't go reproduce the money that was squandered. And by the way, here's the problem. It was all legal. It's not like it was not legal. It's just dumb. Like I said yesterday, there's no accountability for stupidity. That's not against the law. By the way, Senator Kennedy, John Kennedy from <laughs> from Louisiana, always a colorful figure, very entertaining. He was asked in an interview what he thought of Biden's speech last week, last Thursday. Uh, the one he delivered from Philadelphia, the one with the satanic background that CNN doctored up. He said, it was star-spangled stupid. <laughs> that is so true. Star-spangled stupid. He said he wished somebody with some brains would come in <laughs> and, and uh, inject themselves into the teleprompter. 
he said. I mean, I have to laugh a little bit about it because it's so crazy. But until we are willing to set aside that every single problem, issue, challenge, disparity is a function of structural racism, we will never solve the problem because that's not it. Simple as that. Good grief. Thanks for indulging me today, everyone. Sorry to get so fired up, but I'm passionate about it, as you can tell. I want the best for my state and the best for the people of the city of Jackson. They deserve better. We're going to be back with you again tomorrow in the Element Well Studios. Until then, stay safe and God bless. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.